You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, how are we doing on a Tuesday? It's Jerry and Al. So happy to be here once again. Uh, post-show, post-game podcast. Boomer and Carton show for Tuesday, July 28th, and uh, Monday, July 27th, uh, the crew went over to a pretty cool place, actually. It's funny. When you go up to some of these restaurants slash bars out in Manhattan, they don't look like anything. And then you go in. Really neat place that we were at yesterday. Yeah, I think it was called The Hideaway. I thought it was great. It was and, in Tribeca. Yeah, small place, but friendly, good drinks, uh, really neat place. And they had Maryland stone crabs. Is that what they're called, I guess? Yes. Now, I don't know about you, although I do know about you, but you can tell everybody. I have never had crabs before. I've had lump crab meat. I've had mushrooms stuffed with crab meat. But I have never actually had a crab on a plate that I had to destroy and eat. Now, I had one and a half, I'll say, yesterday. And I found it fun. I know what Boomer's talking about. Guys get together. You smash some crabs. You have some beer. The issue for me yesterday was, A, I had to get home for my kids, so I couldn't stay all that long. B... With the ride home, middle of the day, I'm sitting. I'm not going to sit there and start drinking Heinekens. I can't do that. And C, as you've pointed out, a lot of work for little return, but fun. Uh, yes, all of those things. A lot of work for little return in the meat department. Yes. You know, the, the claws, you can, uh, in some, some places you just order the crab claws. That makes sense because there's a lot of meat in the claws. And, and I get that. And they're not as much work to crack open. No doubt. Easy. But cracking open this body of the crab, it makes me think, like, the crab's like we're pulling, we have you have to pull so many crabs out of the ocean in order to get a meal out of it. I know, like we had like three or four dozen crabs. That's like thirty six crabs on the table for is one it, little group. Is it fair to say they did not hit the species lottery? No. And you had to think too. They're living on the bottom of the ocean. That they've got to think like no way humans are getting to me. I'm on <laughs> the bottom of the ocean, <laughs> and yet we're pulling them out of the water, cracking them open for what amounts to like a millimeter of meat. Now, did you ever go crabbing? I did. Yeah, we used to go in Jersey City of all places. So you've eaten crabs then before? No, my, you know my grand, my mom's dad, my that grandfather, he used to love crabs. Okay. So we would go crabbing, and he he would eat the crabs. So I, in Jersey City? <laughs> yeah, we used to go in Liberty I, State Park, Jerry. I actually just that, that actually just processed in yeah. my head. I thought you were going to say LBI or no. something. Jersey we would City. go in Jersey City. I don't know where. Hey, look, it's the Statue of Liberty and Al Duke's crabbing. <laughs> yeah. And we would pull crabs. First of all, we would use chicken as bait, which makes no sense. That's what we did, too. there's no chicken in the ocean. I know. We did that, though. I never caught a crab. Yeah. Never? No, never. Not in I, those cages? I am about as bad at the fishing life yeah. or that sea life as you can get. My grandmother used to take us in Keyport. There's a nice pier. Everybody be hauling in these fish. And I swear to Christ, I'd be sitting there for six hours with my grandmother and my brother. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Maybe a Campbell's Chunky Soup Can would come up with the rod once in a while. 
Then we tried the crabbing thing with the cage, with the four sides, and we'd sit there, and the rope would shake, and I'd go run over, and I'd get it, and it'd be seaweed. Yeah. And finally, I gave up on it, and now I'm at the point where my kids want to go, and I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm not going. It's going to be boring. It is boring. It is. I think if you go out on one of those deep-sea fishing missions. Now, now I'm freaked out. Like, all the way out there with a group. Then I think you're pulling in real fish. But I also see those some of those videos where the fish are so giant, I feel like it would pull me out of the boat. Right, or knock your ass right over the boat. My father yeah. took us. I, it wasn't deep sea fishing, but we went way out uh, in the Atlantic, or at least I think it was the Atlantic. I'm not even sure. When I was, I think, eight or nine, maybe 10 years old, and it was all sorts of fish and crab and everything. He didn't know before this trip he was allergic to shellfish. So we go on this trip. We come home that night. I didn't catch anything. I was young. I was just there having fun with my cousins. And at about 8 o'clock at night, 9 o'clock at night, my mother, you can hear her, like, you know, freaking out. His face was blowing up. And we had to rush him to the hospital basically before he exploded. Right. He had no idea he was deathly allergic to shellfish, which if I could have gotten a word in edgewise with Boomer, when he was yelling at 40-year-old men and 45-year-old men never crab, you know, eating crabfish or shellfish like yesterday, I would have told him, well, in my house— it, would, it could have killed my father. So we kind of ended it there. Right. That's a good plan. But, yeah, really scary stuff. Yeah. When you cracked open these uh, crabs yesterday, the thing I couldn't figure out is once I cracked open the crab and I was looking for the meat, everything under the hood of the crab looked the same to me. So I'd say, do I eat this part? Oh, God, no. That's the lungs. You can't uh, eat that. Oh, well, what way, if I accidentally ate the lungs? Well, why not? Right. What's going to happen? Plus, I always worry about with the seafood. Yeah. Vomiting the next day violently. Yeah. And at some point, you're going to eat the area wherein the waste collects. So I never want to eat yeah. the butt. Well, now, why is that any different than eating chicken? Because I'm not eating a whole chicken. Someone's gutting the chicken for me. Nobody gutted this crab for me. Well, I had to gut it How do you know they miss my... some stuff? They didn't miss the butt. The well, butt but gets taken out. there stuff in there. I guess. But... That's why you got to worry about shrimp. You ever see... Uh... No, I buy shrimp. The only way I buy shrimp is fully cooked, deveined, and yes. peeled. I, yes. don't, I don't want real shrimp. The vein is the butt. It's an intestine. It's like the, your intestines, and if they don't devein it, pull the intestine out of the you're top of the, the thing. You're eating the waste, which is disgusting. I think I might just start eating lettuce. That's a good plan. Lettuce, Jerry. Earlier today, Jerry, we took a call. Now we were ninety minutes into the show. This is about seven thirty. It was because I was in the studio. That's you were in the studio. Yes. So we had been talking about the uh, trade for uh, Jose Reyes and uh, Troy Tulowitzki, how they had just kind of swapped uh, players there with yeah. Colorado and Toronto. Right. And uh, we were taking a lot of calls from Mets fans that wanted Jose Reyes to come back to the Mets. Uh, and then I got a call from a guy who said, "Did you hear the news? Troy Tulowitzki <laughs> and Reyes have and been traded." And you can't make it up. You can't make it up. So I put him through because I knew Craig would have a field day with him, and he did. Uh, Craig pretending that he was just hearing the news. And then I got so many calls from so many other people saying, how did you guys not know this? <laughs> Reyes has been traded for Tulowitzki. And it really made me realize that with radio, people are, it, it, it's sometimes people listen very passively. It's on in the background. You're doing a million other things. Uh, or you're in and out. You get in your car for five minutes. You get out. You're at the bank. You come back out. You get back in your car. And you miss some things. But uh, people thought I was putting fake callers on today. I'll tell you what's amazing to me is that it's not only the callers like today. You realize how many times my mother listens to the show every single day. She really enjoys it. I think she liked listening to Craig when he was on 101.5. So it was an easy transition for her. 
you know, into the mornings here. And then, you know, obviously I'm on it now and she loves it. You know, many times, though, she's confused by what's real and what's fake, something yes. like that. And what I mean by fake, I mean the guy's just playing along with a dumb caller. And clearly we knew about right. the trade. We talked about it for an hour and a half. I, I don't know. I think there are some people out there that actually don't understand when we're fooling around right. and when something's real. And today was yes. so obvious. I couldn't believe more than one person actually thought we had no idea. What was funny is the callers were the ones who thought we were being for real and not knowing about the trade. The The internet folks on Twitter were all loving it. So it's just a weird, I don't know if that's an, an age thing or that's a technology thing. I don't know. What was happening there? I agree, because the guys that were calling it, it sounded like they were old. I mean, like, that just... Right. But I don't know. It is. It's some sort of a cross. There's a there's a big... Uh, what's the right word? There's a big divide between those that listen just on the radio and those that watch on TV. Is that fair How to say? How so? Those that watch on TV have different opinions of the show than those that listen on the radio, because the people on radio, a lot of people, you will get, you know, I'm listening to this, and you guys are laughing, and I don't understand, and I'm changing the channel. Okay, fine. Then there are those on TV that you can tell are watching it because they're reacting to movements or things we're doing, and it's different. I think that's like the it's like the, uh, the dangerous line you walk between becoming a radio show for TV or becoming just a TV show. Does that make sense? Yes. So I don't know. I'm with you though. There's certainly a divide though somewhere between Twitter, TV, and radio. Right. So I don't know. and that's the great thing though about being on the regular radio versus anything else. So sure. If, if you're a, if you're just a podcast or you're on satellite radio, people your fans are searching you out. Yes. So those are the only people listening. You like are the, like the ninety five thousand people listening to this right now. Look for us. They're the hardcore fans. Yeah. yeah. The best part about regular radio is that people will accidentally find you and not know what this is. That was the one thing I, I worked with Opie and Anthony when they were at WNEW, and then I wor- then I worked with them or I had talked to them while they were at satellite radio. And they said the main difference of that was they went from, you know, when you're on satellite radio, your fans have to search you out and find you. They're your fans. It's rare on satellite radio to get somebody that just accidentally finds the show. And those are the people that call in and they're like, what are these guys talking about? What is the show? Why aren't you talking sports? Sure. And that's the great thing about regular radio. You will find people will bump, will, will find you in, strange and interesting what ways. is the weirdest thing i'm putting you on the spot i know and you don't have much time to think about it but along those lines what's the weirdest thing that you actually act accidentally came across and kept it on a uh, jim rome the first time i really yeah well, that's not weird though um i mean like the str- i don't mean you came across a sports conversation you're a sports guy sports right guys right uh and you kept it on i mean like you're 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 switching the channels and some guys talking about cats and you kept it on. That's what I mean. Yeah, I don't I don't really have an example other than the Jim Rome that I I, I clearly remember not knowing that Jim Rome was a show because he it. was on when I was on in Tampa he was on like the fourth sports station. Okay, in a non sports town, way, four sports stations in Tampa. Right. You got to be kidding. And I had put him on and he was talking about the the Cowboys. Okay. But all he was calling him was the Dallas crack wagon, and he was just in all in on every guy. Right. And I thought it was funny because I hadn't heard that on a sports talk show before. Yeah, you know, I've heard that type of stuff on Howard Stern type sure. shows, but I hadn't heard it on a sports type show before. Got it. And I was like, wow, what is like what is this show? And and what time is this on? You've been How a fan ever did... since. Well, now he does way too many interviews for my. 
for my liking, Jerry. But you were for a long time. I was for a very long time. Yeah. Are we doing the next topic? Do we Let's have time? go, man. We got time. Oh, you're going to like this. A lot of people sent this to me because evidently I'm the go-to bathroom guy. Anything related to bathrooms, I agree with that. going to the bathroom, people find me on Twitter and, and hit me up. By the way, you're not wrong about that. Yeah, you, and I appreciate that. You like being the bathroom I guy. I do. I don't mind. Like if people find weird-looking urinals in restaurants and things, they always photograph them and you don't think tweet them to me. No, I'm good with that. Not even slightly. Everyone needs to have a special day. Well, this is uh, happening in San Francisco, Jerry. <laughs> a uh, the, the city of San Francisco has started using what they're calling pee-proof paint out in public in order to prevent people from public urination. Well, how does that prevent people from it? I get it pre- prevents stains. It sure does. Uh, here's how it works. Uh, if you go to pee on a um, an item that has the paint on it, the paint repels the pee back at you. Oh, come so on. you then end up peeing on yourself. Stop it. Yes, that's how that works. All right, I'm going to tell you why I think this is brilliant, all right? <laughs> this is awesome. As a pool owner, yeah. okay, I get deeply offended when people ask me if I urinate in my pool or if right. I let my kids do it. It bothers the hell out of me because I think it's disgusting. I've always wanted to come up with some sort of invention, a chemical that you put in your pool so that if someone starts peeing in your pool, it shoots bright red. They have such an item. I think it turns a dark blue. Come on. I actually think that's a real thing, for real. Oh. I believe that's real. Oh, well, then I think this is brilliant. This thing is I gotta, awesome. First of all, i got to get that product for the pool, number one. Number two, I think this is awesome. Right. This would be great in, like, Hoboken, uh, down the Jersey Shore. Anywhere there's a bar. Anywhere where there's a, lots of people walking. Could you imagine down the shore, 2 o'clock in the morning, and bars dr- are closed, yeah. and you got to get in your car, and you got to go real quick, and you start going on the wall, and you go home, and you're just covered just in saturated your own urine. In your own, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's great. It, it blows back right onto your leg. It's so well, awesome. depending upon where the stream goes. Uh, I guess so. It ain't just going to all of a sudden downward shoot towards the feet. If your stream goes high... Oh, right. I see what you're saying. You're getting hit yeah. high. Oh, imagine getting hit in the face. Who invents something like this? Um, smart people, Jerry. Hey, by the way, I had the idea for the uh, the highlighting pee. Yeah, but I thought... Yeah. Uh, you should Google it. I really think highlight, I will do highlighting so. pee is a thing. I think I might get that. Now, if I got that, would you tell people before they came over about it? No. Oh, that would be so cruel. Hey, look! Melissa's peeing in the pool! <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Melissa's? Melissa. Oh. I don't know Melusis. Oh. Well, I do. Mark Melusis. I doubt, yeah. No. You don't think he's the pool peeing type, though? I think most are, actually. No, I think people pee in the ocean. I, I don't think a lot of people pee in the mm, pool. I'm not so sure about that. Because th- that you would see. The ocean is, you can't see the, Although the floor Although, you leave of the ocean. my pool, no one's got red eyes. So that's a good thing. Right, that's true. We learned that red eyes from the water is from pee. By the way, we will have a barbecue soon. Nice. I'm coming over there. Everybody. everybody? Well, from the show. Oh, I see. Yeah. Jerry, we haven't had any porn stories in the last couple of episodes, so I brought one here today. Why let too much time go by? Yeah, this is Pornhub. That's one of those free sites, and when Chris Sims is in, he'll sometimes (laughs) drop a Pornhub reference. (laughs) Uh, Pornhub did a study of uh, women's adult entertaining viewing habits. Oh, I'm interested in this. All right. Now, some of the ones, even on a podcast, I'm not comfortable saying, even though there are really no restrictions here. I do like to try to keep it clean. All right. So these are terms most often searched by women. So when you go on to Pornhub or porn sites, you can search for certain things. Okay. Perhaps you like large-breasted women, you would type that in. Right. You would know that. You know that. I wouldn't know that, but okay. okay. All right. So these are most searched terms by women. By women. 
Well, this is what women so, are looking for when they look for pornography. What you're intimating, right, exactly. Number one, they type in lesbian. Come on. Yes, that's no number kidding. one. Number two is threesome. Huh. Number three and four, I'm not, I don't, I don't really feel like saying. Hold on, turn your mic off and tell me real quick. Uh, okay, hold on. Yeah, don't say those. Okay. Number <laughs> no, four is interesting, though. Okay. Cartoon. Cartoon what? Cartoon pornography. That's a whole category. Cartoon How pornography. How does anybody enjoy that? It's a it's a thing. It's like a fantasy type of thing where there's like fantasy characters, but they're having sexual relations. All right. All right. So All then right. we move on to my next category, Jerry. Now, these are categories most often viewed by women. So uh, the first one I read well, was what women type in. Right. To the search now this bar. is going to be different? This is going to be, uh, maybe, maybe not. Okay. Categories most often viewed by women. Number one, lesbian. Okay. Again. That, by the way, that surprises me. Number two is gay male. I women don't like that. watching two guys. I don't believe that as well either. Number three, I can't say. Number four, I can't say. Number five, threesome. Okay, so we're pretty much in line, almost. And then here's another one. I bring this up because uh, I still listen to Howard Stern, and he talks about his... Um, Viewing habits himself, his pornography yeah. viewing habits. This is one of his favorite categories. There's a category called babysitter, which is the scenario is oh okay sure that uh, you know you, yeah. <laughs> you're back with the wife. Now the, in these, the babysitter of, is of age. Over I know, 18, I get it. Yes, right. But uh, then the, the 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 dad has to take the babysitter home. Right. You know, like <laughs> the home. college girl <laughs> yes. comes over. Now something happens. Yeah. yeah, and away we go. Yeah. So and girls like women. This evidently women enjoy this as well. That's interesting. Uh, porn stars most often searched for by women. Kim Kardashian number one. She's, she's not, not really a porn, a porn star. star, but she's number one. Number two, Farrah Abraham. She was on the MTV show Teen Mom. I don't know who she That's is. That's why she's, she's popular. She's a porn star she's or a porn she's star. a reality star no, she's that a reality, did a video? She did a video. So she's not a porn star. But she, yeah. She's more of a porn star than Kim Kardashian. Well, Kim but, Kardashian's not a porn but star. Not, well, kind of. Jenna Jameson is a porn right. star. Right? Am yes. I right with that? Yes. All right. Who These next? other ones you, you wouldn't know. Try me. Uh, Lisa Ann is a popular one. No. Okay. You got no shot at oh, these okay. other ones. Um. Yeah. Uh, that's all I have, Jerry. That's, that's it. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Now, do you believe? Because I've read that in a lot of places, I've read more women view pornography than men. I don't believe that. You don't believe that. But I think more women view it than we think, and that would admit to it. Now, I've also read that in reality, I don't know what I can say. And what I can't say here. More women do the deed by themselves than men do. I also don't believe that. You don't believe that either? No. And not only is it the opposite of what we think and what the perception is. Right. Is that it's actually significantly more. Really? Yes. And I guess the notion being most women that would do the survey are of older age, meaning they're not 19. Most men that would do the survey are younger. And when the hormones are flipped... That's why you have the disparity. So if you're if you're basically polling men and women in their 30s and 40s, a lot of the thinking behind that is men are tired and exhausted at that point, right? And women are just kind of coming into their own, right? They say the men peak at a much earlier age, right? And women peak at a later age in life. That right? We had this discussion yesterday, but now we did. We did, yes. And Craig came in and interrupted my libido. Oh, your libido. So if I put it in in those terms, would you believe it then? Yes. Okay. 
based on those surveys. I almost won something. You did. I'm going to count that as a win. Count that as a win, Jerry. I convinced Al of something. You did. My day is complete. That was a nice job by you. You you really explained it. I I will take a bow. Thank you very much. This was good. Take a bow, Jerry. Jerry, today's my last day of eating solid food. Until like tomorrow, oh. I can't. I can't eat all day. Turkey tomorrow. I cannot eat tomorrow. Do not bring turkey in. You know here. what the best part is tomorrow? What's that? Is Craig bringing in all this food? Yeah. Is not a radio bit. Right. Because, it's coming in. Right. Because earlier or last week, Boomer was on a cleanse of his own. Yeah. Not for a colonoscopy and not as extreme as a colonoscopy would be. Right. But Boomer was on a cleanser. He was drinking uh, certain liquids and waters and not having certain solid foods. Just filter stuff out. And Craig somehow got a conversation going with him about his favorite foods, and he mentioned some cheesesteak he loves, and Craig went and ordered a cheesesteak. Yes, he did. Uh, Four of them, actually. Just to put right in front of his face. He's just angry. Why does he do that? He thinks it's hilarious. All right, here's the thing about these two guys, and before we go, and we'll wrap this up, right? It's all good... When they're having fun at our expense. Yes. And why do you exercise, stupid? Why can't you have the steak, you, 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 you know, your little girly man? Eat something, right? right? Be a guy, right? All this stuff. Yeah, man. But then you notice when football season's coming, who's eating scallops at a steakhouse? Boomer's trying to slim down. You got to be on TV. And then all of a sudden, who has the self-awareness when he looks in the mirror once every six months? And all of a sudden, Craig stops ordering. And all of a sudden, the bike's coming in. And he's got to go to Soul Cycle with his wife. Right. All of a sudden, it's not so silly what we do on an everyday basis. But, it just kind of fits their narrative. But Boomer will be more committed to his. Like when Boomer yes. will go on, on uh, diets that work for him. Well, and that's the athlete discipline in him. Yeah. I mean, honestly. That's true. You tell Boomer right now you can't drink anything for the next two days. He won't drink anything. He'll see it as a challenge and do it. absolutely. Most will not. Most will say, okay, for 10 minutes. Yeah, one of the things I'm having, my next-door neighbor, these two uh, girls, you know, young gals, you know, like they're in grade school whatever, they uh, baked me cupcakes. That's very nice. Well, they baked cupcakes, and they gave me two last night. So I saved them because I'm going to eat those today as part of my final meals. All right, well you're not dying. Right, but but when you get a colonoscopy and you clean out, like really clean out, yes. you're starting with a fresh slate. By the way, that's why I think we should all have one twice a year. Yeah. Is it, I mean, right? Is that so bad? Well, you for can you? clean out twice a year. That's you what don't I mean. Need a colonoscopy. I meant a clean out. Yeah, that's what I meant. But a legit one, like the colonoscopy clean out. I like that idea. That's legit. I should maybe I'll do one with you. Cuz I'm starting fresh. I may never have red meat again. Why would you? Why would I? I agree. By the way, I've got to get before summer's over, and yeah. it's not going to happen. I got to get a colonoscopy done. I have to go see a neurologist. I have to go see someone for my prostate. I feel like I'm 85 years yeah. old. Well, that's why Craig always mocks me that he feels like I'm always going to the doctor. But I'm not always. But there going, are reasons why you have to go for certain things. And my right shoulder is burning. Right. Oh, terrible. And it's it's almost August. Right, you're not getting that all done. Summer goes too fast. And so do these podcasts. The summer of colonoscopies. Yes. All right, I got to go. I'll see you tomorrow.